Welcome to the Vinny Rock Podcast. Podcast. I took the blows and did it my way. It's time. The Vinny Rock Podcast. What's up? What's up? It's the Vinny Rock Podcast. Today we have Gerardo Casares. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck that up a hundred times, <laughs> but I love it. He's an artist. He's a veteran. Uh, we're gonna talk about some of the stuff he does. It is, um, you know, I was I just jumped in here and you were talking. And when you say visceral, that word it means a lot to me in in what your art kind of presents itself so we'll talk about it uh first let's get to these sponsors you already know our core medical group is a testosterone replacement therapy company that will send testosterone replacement therapy directly to your fucking house you guys go check it out it's core medical group uh they're a great company you can hit me directly i'll send you the information for my boy who will get you started and set up I recommend that if you're a veteran, if you're a man over 25, go get your blood work done. Why not? Go get it checked. See where you're at. And if you have low T, let's get it fixed. Uh, go hit up Core Medical Group. Next, we got Live Bearded. This beard is beautiful, bold, and strong because of Live Bearded. I love that company. They're good people. It's veteran-owned. They're all about uh, a positive outlook on life and having great-looking beards. Go check them out at Live Bearded. Use promo code ROCCO. Willie Pete's Chocolate is a veteran-owned company. He makes the, the chocolate, and he grows the peppers out of his own home. I support this man because I love what he does, and I love his chocolates. You guys go check him out at WillyPeachChocolate.com. Is it .com? Mike, can you check on that? Make sure it's not .org. Willie yep. Peach Chocolates. I just want to make sure I get everyone with the right information. Bullion Box is a subscription-based company that provides precious metals, silver, gold, directly to your house, all these kind of cool coins and collectibles. Uh, you can get a subscription box from them. Make sure you use the promo code Rocco or let them know Rocco sent you to get yourself a little discount on that. It is bullion box. Uh, we're going to get, uh, I'm going to get as well. If you don't mind, Mike, give me the actual URL for, for bullion box because they changed ownership. Uh, it's not owned by GMR gold anymore and they're on their own. So they're thriving. And so we, we stayed on board with them as they've kind of changed their, their business platform. So bullion box, we're going to get you the information you need. You got Barry law. Barry law is a law firm that helps veterans get the disability uh, ratings they deserve. I had him on a podcast here and they talked about how they saved a veteran's life. They changed his life by getting his back pay. And he had a, I believe it was, it was a significant amount of money where he was able to buy a house, get himself a new career and get back on his feet after living under a bridge for years. Barry Law is a company that is owned by veterans, started by veterans, and is here for you veterans. They're advocates for you. Hit them up at ptsdlawyers.com. They can help you get the, the ratings you deserve. Modern Gun School is a distance learning armor school that will help you get your armor certificates online using your voc rehab, using your GI Bill. Hit them up at Modern Gun School, or you can use www.mgs.edu. Okay, We have Patriot. Oh, excuse me. I'm so we have another sponsor right now. It's called uh, Dead Eye Outfitters. It is. Have you, you ever heard of them at all? At all? You ever heard of them? Yeah. Uh, okay. they, yeah. De, Dead Eye Dead Eye Outfitters is like an outdoor brand. We started doing flannels with them. 
uh, and socks, and they're giving a lot of money to charities and veteran organizations. I love them. They're a new sponsor of ours. I'll make sure uh, we add all that in our links so you guys can know who the sponsors are. Uh, and last but not least, Manscaped. Mm-hmm. Manscaped is a new sponsor. Uh, you know, use promo code Rocco, get yourself some gear. You guys, this podcast exists because you guys support our sponsors as well, who support us. Uh, the reason I have this nice little camera that you see here is provided by the sponsors. So you guys, here we go. Thank you so much for everything. Don't forget to like, share, tell your friends about it. And the Vinny Rock Podcast. What up, dog? Hey, <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm lucky. To be, I feel good to be here. It feels, uh, I feel lucky to be here. It sort of feels like I'm on a, uh, I get, I don't know when, you know, when you go to the board, right? Yeah. You're in front of all them dudes. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel right now, but in a good way, not that like stomach churning fucked up way that, that the board feels like, but in a good, like, oh man, this is, I'm nervous, but it's a, it's a good nervous. It's, it's, it's really cool. Thank Bro, you. Bro, the first board I ever been to, I was so ready and I blacked out. Like I had, I had no answers <laughs> for that. I was, like, I was like, I don't know the answer that's this time for Sergeant. I, I don't know the answer at this time for Sergeant. Like yeah. every every single question, I was like, well, I fucked that up. <laughs> yeah, I, I the first board I went to, um, the first board I went to was very, very erroneous. Um, I was like, I was charged. I was like, man, send me to the board, send me to the board, man. Fuck, I need it. Yeah, you know, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. So they said, all right, fuck, fuck, you know, we're going to send you the goddamn board, right? So my, this was my greens at the time. My greens were all fucked up. My ribbons were all fucked up. And I walked in there. I hadn't really studied and I, it, I fucked it all up. I wasn't yeah. ready. I wasn't ready for the board. So it took me, it took about two more years to, for them to send me, send me to another fucking board. So I finally made it though, eventually. I get it. I get it. Well, Gerardo, tell me, um, for the people that are listening and watching, give, give a little background on who you are, where you started from, and, and now we're going to be talking about your art, so let's get into that. Okay, uh, small background, not my entire autobiography. Uh, I was born and raised here in San Antonio, Texas. Um, as you know, I was always artsy, I was always drawing, I always had color pencils, I was in a sketchbook out there in school. Um, I had some trouble in some, a lot of my classes because I was you know, just doodling, doodling in the back of the room. You know, I was that, I was that kid to just, you know, I just had my headphones in and I was just doodling in my sketchbook and I wasn't really paying attention. So I was that guy. And then, um, you know, 2008 comes along. I joined the army, uh, 20 years old. I joined the army and I, you know, joined as a combat engineer, uh, 12 Bravo, you know, yep. demolition. And I got stationed at hood deployed with them. And then I got stationed out in Germany and deployed with that unit to Afghanistan out to Germany. Uh, I got out, I got out of active duty in 2014 and I came back here to San Antonio and that's when, God, man, that's when everything sort of started, like all the negative shit started happening for me. I hit like a brick wall. Uh, yeah, I was tired of the army. I was burnt out, blah, blah, blah. I hate the army, blah, 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 blah. That was me in 2014. So I wanted to just come home already. Right. Yeah. A lot of guys hit that wall. A lot of guys hit that point where they just don't give a shit anymore and they just right. want to get the fuck out of there. So that's where I was in 2014. So I wanted to come home. Well, problem with that was uh, I didn't really have a good freaking plan uh, set up. Um, I hadn't really completed any school. I hadn't really had, uh, I hadn't gotten any certs or anything like that. I didn't, I didn't get shit because I was training all the time. I was going to the field all the time. I was getting ready for deployments all the time. So Sure, that that's a big reason why I didn't do it. But then also, I wasn't in the mentality. I wasn't in that mindset of like, hey, I need to get my my stuff going here so that I could set myself up for success when I go back to the surveillance world. 
I wasn't part of my plan yet. So I found that out uh, upon my arrival back here to the civilian world. I mean, I hit so many, so many walls and I had the just rudest awakening, awakening about that. And I started uh, the, the alcoholism just yeah. through the roof. Um, I couldn't sleep unless I was drunk, unless I was drinking myself to sleep. Because if I tried to go to sleep sober, I was waking up and restless and just like pacing yeah. and like fucking angry and shit like that. So, um, so I was drinking myself to sleep uh, a lot, and it was an issue. I had just so many issues, so many things. One thing happened after another, and just yeah, boom, crashed and burned, crashed and burned. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's common that a lot of veterans, you know, that struggle, they get out, and it's kind of when you have no plan. Uh, the only plan that we have is to drink, right? To to sub- <laughs> that, that, and that was because it was what I knew. It was what I knew that that the military culture is a very alcoholic culture. So if you're feeling shitty about some mission that went bad, or you're feeling so bad about like I fucked that board up, so I'm gonna drink tonight. You know what I mean? That's the comfort. That's the like yeah. the the go to comfort. Like ah, fucking just just get fucking wasted. Right? And even when you do so, something good too, you also celebrate with alcohol. Exactly. Right? <laughs> hey, we just got back from deployment. We're all alive. Let's get yeah. fucked up, right? So that's the comfort. That's the mentality and the culture. And I try, you know, carrying that over to the civilian world to deal with all my issues and all that shit. It's just it wasn't working. Nothing was working, and. uh Basically, I came to a point where I said, you know, I got to do something. Um, yeah. Nothing's working out. I can't hold, I can't hold, I, I I can't have conversations with people. I don't like to be out in public. I'm angry. I'm depressed. I'm frustrated. I'm this and that and that, everything. Just something's got to happen. I got to do something with myself. And yeah. I, like I said, I always had a sketchbook. I was always the platoon designated graphic designer because everybody knew that I was, you know, I had this little, extra hidden fucking extracurricular activity that i was doing so i was always designing the platoon shirts and the company shirts and all that kind of shit so i said you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna um i'm gonna start that i'm gonna start doing that i'm gonna pursue some artwork so uh on a whim at the end of my fucking rope i went over to the art store got some canvases got some like uh, you know some shitty brushes and shitty paint and shitty everything just to kind of get myself started with the whole thing and I started just doodling on uh canvases and it wasn't shit at the at, at the beginning of it it was um crappy little have you ever seen how shitty tattoos look on people <laughs> yeah <laughs> I have a few of those myself shitty portraits <laughs> and shitty lions and the shitty planes and crap like that okay well that's how a lot of my first paintings look but I wasn't doing it to get any recognition i wasn't doing it to make any money i wasn't doing it to show anybody at all at all i was doing it for myself just to kind of i don't know calm myself down Mm -hmm. and deal with deal with it in a different way than i had been dealing with it previously so it was like an outlet it was a i was trying to find some kind of other positive outlet and a a way to channel all that negative energy into something positive and that's the that is the task and purpose for why i started doing that um, I didn't give a shit so, about money at that point. So this so, art, let me let me cut in here. Sure. This this art is essentially your art is essentially how you've, I guess, transitioned and heal. Right? Is it is it a form of healing when you paint these? Is it a form of, of of just getting some darkness off of you? I say this because of me, dude. Like if you look at my poems, if you ever listen to my poems or my music, it's dark as fuck, right? There's, sure, but when sure. you, you meet me in person, I'm like happy, lucky, I'm joking, I'm all, I'm this other fucking dude. But when you actually sit down and kind of 
dig deeper into me when I write, it's dark. And it does, I don't mean for it to be, it's just what comes out, right? It's this interesting thing that I've learned that why is my writing so emotional? My writing emotional is, I believe it's this kind of subconscious side of me that wants to come out and I'm allowing it to come out in writing form, you know? Uh, you were, I think a lot of us have that. A lot of, uh, a lot of us guys just generally have that in, uh, in general, but I have found a way or we, you, you know, you found a way, I found a way to do it in a positive way. Cause a lot of us, like I said, we're going to fucking, we're going to drink. We're going to do stupid shit. We're going to hurt people. We're going to be a harm to ourselves and others. If we yeah. don't find a positive outlet. So writing dark, fucked up poetry or painting dark, fucked up paintings. Like I do. Yeah. It's morbid. It's fucked up. It's dark, but I'm not really hurting anybody i'm not hurting myself i'm not causing no, harm for sure myself. for sure you know what i'm saying it's it's getting it out it's getting it out it's it's just like okay cool that's there it's in some other it's not in it's not in here it's out there and i'm kind of now i can interact socially now i can talk to my grandma and my mom on christmas now yeah. i can you know what i mean like now i'm good now i'm good like let's boom it's it's out it's out there so Let's fucking rock and roll. Let's go run run some errands and shit and be productive, you know? <laughs> yeah, one of the things I, I really love, so I'm looking at your pictures, um, and the Anthony Bourdain painting is so visceral. There's something about that painting that is, like, gorgeous, dude. Talk to me about that one and, and everyone, why were you inspired? Everyone freaking loves that painting. Um, I did a mural downtown at this brewery called uh, Back Unturned. Uh, shout out to Back Unturned Brewery downtown San Antonio on Brooklyn Avenue. Um, I reached out to them. I said, hey, I'm an artist. I'm a local San Antonio guy. I do murals. If you guys want a mural in the in here, you Shit. know, in your in your establishment, let's do it. And Ricardo, the, the owner of Back Unturned, he was like, awesome. I love art. Let's do it. Let's get you in here. So I did the mural. And then I said, hey, I have canvases and stuff that we can put up on your wall. He said, awesome. I love the idea. Let's do it. And then he goes, Hey man, I want to, I want an art Anthony Bourdain. I'm a huge fan and uh, I want you to paint that one for me. And I said, okay, cool. Give me the, you know, give me like a picture, give me some inspiration picks and let, let's go with that. And he said, cool. So he gave me a couple of different picks. I chose that one. I chose that pose where he's kind of like, you know, yeah. all, I chose that one because it looks cool. And then I added a different background to it. I yeah. added all of that, that orange and that pink and blue and stuff like that. And it's all spray paint and it's some stencil work and stuff like that, just to kind of add my touch to it. Just so, just so it wouldn't look like an exact copy of the already photograph that's out there. Right. I want to add my little spin to it too. You know what I'm saying? No, I see that. And that's what, what makes it so cool. It is your version. Like you, if you know your art, that is definitely one of your pieces. Thank you. Thank you very much. I get a lot of, uh, get a lot of, uh, Thumbs up for that one. A lot of likes on that one. Yeah, it's cool. I'm actually going to share another one on my Instagram right now. Cool. It's the, it's the one where we few, we happy few, we band of brothers. It's the ah, one where the guys uh, yeah. carrying. Oh my god, bro! If that doesn't represent something bigger, if that doesn't represent like where our hearts at, like I just shared it right now on my Instagram because I think it's uh, on my stories. It's fucking gorgeous, and you Thank know it's you. funny. The, the, your strokes, the, the painting strokes and style, uh, I love. There's something that's so like, I don't know how to explain, but I love that texture that's that's brought to this. The, the layers that you put in there, it's so fucking dope, dude. And the artistic value that, I don't know. I would love to get one for my studio. I'm going to get something for my studio. I want something. Sweet. Sweet. I would I would love to do something for your studio. <laughs> that, that'd, be <laughs> super, 
Super dope. Yeah, when I'm, when I'm done here with my ends, I'm headed back to, to Salt Lake City. I have a studio out there. I'm getting uh, the background set up to have more, you know, texture so people can enjoy. Like when doing a podcast, you see some fun shit behind me that's that represents me. And I, and I think a picture of this. I have an idea for a painting I've wanted for a long time. Maybe we can work on something together where you can – there's there's a – and I, maybe I'm not going to say – I don't want to say it here because I'd rather us surprise the world with this because it's a awesome. very – Yes. Yes, yeah. it's a very, very I, cool concept of mine that um, I've thought of for a long time. I've, I've been, a, I've drawn for many years. I've painted as a youngster, and I wanted to get back into it, but life is just a little busy for me to focus back on that art form. Oh, but this, this picture in my head that I have, and and I would love for you to do it, uh, and and let's just have something cool. We could even, I don't even care if we fucking do a raffle and send off to charity later whatever we want to do with it it would be it would be a dream it would be an honor of mine brother that'd be awesome man so so i i heard something from mike that you are a published author or you're working on getting published uh mike no, tell no, me no, about no 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 that's wrong, the next one guy. not this one. Oh, the, the other knucklehead oh okay that's, next well, dude, one. that's what happens when i give you too many podcasts to record you can't do that mike Mike hit me with three podcasts today, which is, I'm excited about because I want to I want to get more out there. Remember when I put out that list, I said anyone wants to get some exposure, hit me up. You were on that list, but it's taken us so long to get to you because yeah, I mean, just life, man, life happens, and that's just the way it is. Um, and, and I get it. And you know, I've been catching up with a lot of my shit. And you're obviously a really busy dude, so I I, I get how it goes, man. We're, we're filming the Mayans MC and we're finishing it up here soon. So I'm excited yeah. about that to come out and, you know, show the world a little bit of acting skill sets. It's, it's, it's a similar art form in the sense of putting emotions on, on, on canvas. I'm putting yeah. emotions on. Yeah, uh, totally. Totally. Um, do you, I mean, uh, do you have a little bit more lines in the next season or what? Because like in the, in the first scene, you're kind of back there. You're kind of back there. Like, hey, that's, uh, that's uh, the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't really say much. So I'm like, okay, does he, I mean, you say more in the second season. Or, yeah, I'll tell oh, you this, cool, man. Cool. It's it's this interesting space of, of, you know, it's like joining the military and being a private. You know, I, you don't get you don't get to say a lot of input. You know, you just kind of ah. you're proud to be there. You, you're, you're the noob. Yeah, and so I was <laughs> I was the noob, but now we're coming up on four years, and nice. four, four years I've been putting in a lot of work on my own. Um, I think I've, I've given them the, the trust that I can do it, you know, and uh, I was definitely given more opportunity. And I like to say I got more meat on the bone this season. Okay. Okay. So uh, I actually had a question for you. Do, did you bring in some of the other like military dudes that are on that show? Did you talk to them and be like, Hey, I which ones? Uh, like, like Boyer and some of the SF dudes that are on that show. Like no, they, they did that. Yeah, it's it's this funny thing. Um, by chance, we're all kind of connected, and so yeah. when I got in, it was kind of this really out outward source that helped me get that. But while I'm in there, I tried. I gave, I sent them four different veterans that are in acting. Yeah. It never panned out for those guys, but then all of a sudden Nate shows up, and I'm like, "What the fuck, Nate?" You know. Yeah, yeah, so so cool. his his agent got the call, and then Nate's connected to another one. But at the same time, it is kind of a, a good old boy system. It's who you know, and uh, Mikal Vega. You know who that is? Mikal Vega. He was in season two. Uh, he's a Navy SEAL. He, you okay. know, he's got he's got a decent following in the space, and he's he's been in the Hollywood space more behind the scenes or so as a, as a tech advisor, as a director, as a producer. Uh, and he, 
he jumped in as a character for the show and he was fucking brilliant. Um, that was just because he knew someone on the production side who, who gave him the opportunity to audition. So yep. um, cool. it's, fu- it's cool. funny. I had people tell me like, Hey, there's a cool, there's a cool ranger who'd be a good actor. And when they tell me that I'm like, well, then go act, dude. I don't fuck it. It's not that easy. For, I, like you can't, I can't just say, Hey, my, my friend here, he's a great painter. Bring him over here. It doesn't really work like that too often. Sure. But like, I do want to talk to you about painting something really dope and trying to get it on the show. Like, I do want to sure, talk yeah. to you about, you know what I mean? Like, but it would, it'd really be like showcasing, like, here's what I have. I love like that one painting you have, you have a lady, it's, it's, it's sent to you. It's this, this, the Santo Muerto, right? You have painted. It's fucking gorgeous, dude. And some it's people. The, the Virgin Reaper. <laughs> it's the Virgin Reaper, right? But yeah. Yeah, is that what that is? The Virgin Reaper. So that's what I, that's, that's what I called it. Yeah. <laughs> and so in in like the cartel space, in the in the Latino space, in the you know. Oh, oh I absolutely understand about that because uh, as soon as I kind of pushed that out, uh, those are the kinds of all that kind of feedback that I started getting. They said, "Hey, bro, are you?" Uh, I'm like, "No, no, no, no. Look, check this out. This has." I understand it's very fucking similar, but this is not what I was trying to do here. Uh, yeah, it's that, a beautiful not, piece. You though. know what I'm saying? So I got to yeah, be real careful with that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, you live in San Antonio, right? And and uh, you yes. know, I was, you know, I was a border patrol in um, in Eagle Pass in Del Rio. I did not know that, but yeah, you know that and I, okay, yeah, and I actually lived in San Antonio for a while, down off the 90th. Where, where the I, 90th. Heard, I heard, I heard about that. Yeah, and my wife is from San Antonio. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah I know you had some kind of some some uh pastimes out here i understand yeah yeah, yeah she's she's flying out there um tomorrow we i was supposed to be there but i'm working uh, yeah. yeah that's uh, so i'm there probably two times of the year so next time i'm out there i'd love to just sit down and have a coffee and just bullshit yeah with let's, cool. let's do that let's do that that'd be cool man but but yeah well, so when you painted that i don't i didn't know where it was coming from i was curious but at the same time i love that art form i understand i i respect the art the art representation of it and also was like oh man i'm wondering it was that was he trying to paint us uh, uh santa muerto right like and whether you were or you weren't it doesn't matter it looks it's fucking gorgeous the colors you used everything about that painting uh is do you still have that uh no that was a actual a trade piece i was trading some uh i was trading services i was making shirts i was getting some shirts for my brand done and the, the guy who uh, does my shirts, uh, Rad Lettering, over there on the south. Shout out to uh, Rad Lettering on the south side of San Antonio. Uh, he did my shirts. He said, hey, man, I want a painting. I'll do the shirts for the painting if you did something real badass for me, real big and fucking awesome for me. And uh, I'll do it. And I showed him that. And he was like, bro, holy fuck. That's awesome. Yeah. Bring, bring that shit to the fucking shop. I'll do whatever. I'll do whatever the fuck you want. And I said, all right, man, that's yeah. fucking awesome. So, I'm gonna try yeah. and get that. One. I'm gonna try and get you another commission on that one. I really like that one, and I think I, I know I know a good place for it. You know what I really like on the show on the mines that fucking statue with the with the fucking the round belts on it. That you looks one out. badass. That looks badass. I saw you know I watched the show. I was like, oh fuck, who the fuck came up with that shit? That's fucking. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I, so I, I, I kind of that's the kind of shit that I that, that I draw that I draw towards. So you know, I like to put. I don't know religious imagery or religious uh, statues or with with belt with rounds and knives and shit like this flag back here like this mm-hmm. like I don't know if you see it, like it's got it's got bullets around the the halo you know what I mean so I do I do that kind of stuff a lot so um yeah that kind of drew my drew my attention when I saw the the, the show the intro to the show 
Yeah, the show has a lot of cool, like the art department kills it in, in that sense yeah. where you kind of didn't Absolutely. expect that. I showed up and I was like, well, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All the all the decorations on the like the fence that they have, like their, you know, the fucking gate that they have to open, all that cool shit they have. Yeah. Yeah. I really I thought it was really dope. So that's right. Yeah. So what's what's the painting you have behind you right now? I know the guys, people that are listening won't be able to see it, but if you guys jump onto our YouTube, oh, up, this, or, this one? Yeah. This is um uh, lead singer of Nine Inch Nails, uh, Trent Reznor. Oh my God, that's so gorgeous! Yeah. Yes, yes, I see it now. Big ass painting, you know. It is it's fucking thirty by forty. Uh, he's yelling into the mic. He's got the leather jacket. He's on stage, looking really I, cool. I watched this one hour kind of docu series on him, and it was just so fucking cool. The dude. I've is been dope. I've been a fan. I've been a fan for I don't know since since the '90s, since I was a kid in the '90s, and uh, just been hooked ever since. I've, I like everything he puts out. Uh, he recently won the Golden Globe for seeing what's that uh, new Pixar one. Yeah, he's Pixar so movie. he moved into the world of. Um, what scoring movies. Yeah, scoring movies, dude. Yeah. Yes. What's the new Pixar one with the j- the jazz guy? Uh fuck, Soul. what's it called? Soul. Soul. He just, just won for that one. He just won the award for great, that one. But that, yeah, so that movie that movie fucked me up. It was so good. Yeah. It's it yeah, makes you kind of makes you kind of tear up a little bit cry. All the Big, Pixar movies, really. All the Pixar yeah. movies are just like, ah fuck, why do y'all do this to us? You know? Dude, you got you you being a veteran, I, I tell people this all the time. You being a veteran, you're gonna appreciate it. Have you seen How to Train Your Dragon? Well, look, yeah, I have. Bro, those movies fuck me up, dude. And here's the thing. The first one was emotional. The second one, the motherfucker loses his leg. So I, I really associate him with like a combat veteran, right? Uh, and, <laughs> it is yeah, so yeah. like, it's this thing where I'm like, oh my God, it's so good. And fucking incredible. Yeah. He he loses his leg saving somebody, right? Like yes, he sacrificed dude. himself and shit. And he gets his yeah. fucking leg. Yeah, and then he has up. to figure out how to how to continue to fly this fucking dragon and shit. So yeah. fucking dope. And then he also fixed the dragon's tail who got fucked up. So this is really fucking these cartoons, these kids are by kids are watching it and loving it. I'm over here emotionally like, oh fuck it's so awesome. I know the kids, <laughs> the kids are loving it. The kids are like, ah oh, yeah, I want to watch it. But the adults are fucking crying in the room. The adults <laughs> in the room are like, holy fuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's dude, funny. Do that. So <laughs> have you been able to make this this your day job full time? I have had to make it my full-time day job uh, in order to survive. Um, last year, last year really fucked everybody, and it did. Inclu- including me. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I really need to. I, I I need to hit the fucking. I need to floor it with this shit. I need to hit the fucking gas pedal with this damn artwork uh, and really, really try harder. You know, um, because a lot of us we mope around and we say. I'm not successful enough. I'm not making enough money. A lot of people aren't really, I'm not this, not that, blah, 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 right? You know, and I, I just kind of, I listen to a lot of podcasts, right? I listen to like Stump and Rogan and, and Jocko yeah. and all them guys, definitely. And it's like, you can be doing more. You can be doing more. You can be more productive. You can get up earlier. You can work longer. You can work at like, how much, how much do you want it? How much do you want it? Well, I really fucking want it. I really want to succeed at this. Um, this is my love. This is my passion. This is, uh, I care about this deeply. And this is how I support myself and my family. So I have really, really like just lit a fire under myself and just fucking just hit it, 
hit it full it. on full force. And um, I've had to do that uh, last year because I mean, I wasn't, I, I didn't have a job. I wasn't working. I was a stay at home dad taking care of my little girl here. And I said, well, we still got to pay the fucking bills. You know, it doesn't we're stop. Broke. Everybody's fucking broke. All the businesses, local businesses are closing down and, and it like, everybody's in the same situation everybody's struggling it's not just me you know we're uh, it's not just one person you're not alone here but what am i going to do about it what can i do about it in my physical power to make sure that i make sure that this is you know this is successful well do those exact things man well, that's make those thing. phone calls write those emails get up fucking earlier put push some shit out do it let's go like try fucking harder try harder yeah, you man, that's, there's a thing, you know, in the space that people, you know, it's funny, I've been running into a lot more recently is, is a lot of people are waiting for shit to happen for them. And I keep telling them like, it's, it's never going to happen. You're going to wait forever. It, it's yeah, just, it they, you know, some people have, they call it perfection paralysis. I've talked about this before on the show. It's like, they're waiting for things to be perfect for them to pull the fucking trigger on shit. And that is never going to be the case. Like this podcast, when I first started fucking three years ago or four years ago, it was not perfect. I just said, fuck it. And it's still not perfect today. And we're still slowly trying to make it great. But as if, if I waited for it to be perfect, I still wouldn't have started. It'd be four okay. years later and fucking nothing, you know? Sure, sure. And, and and I agree with that 100%. Uh, it was me. That was kind of my situation back, you know, uh, pre-COVID, you know, 2019, 2018, 2017. Uh, as long as I've been doing this, that was sort of my my problem. I was just like, yeah. okay, I'm an artist. I paint murals. I paint canvases. I'm a custom, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay, now I just got to wait for the messages to come in and the phone calls to come in. Bullshit. No, you have to, you have to make it happen. You have to be more proactive. That's no, the word sure. like but you need to like instead of having to react and wait for shit, which is not gonna happen, like you said, you need to you need to you need to fucking go. Like you go like proactive, like fucking charge towards that shit. You can't yeah. just wait there, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Do you take commissions? Is that something you always do, or you just like to paint and just sell what you paint? Uh I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten commissions right now. So yes, I take commissions all the time. I I do commissions plus I paint my own stuff. This was just me, like I wanted to paint something cool, so I painted that. But then I have all my commissions are all that I've been completed for the last like two weeks or whatever. I sent them all out on mail. I, I could sh I could have shown you something that I'd done recently, but all the all my uh, work has been mailed out. Just, it's been shipped out. So what I have now is just like a wall, uh, a whiteboard full of like the stuff that I have to get done for for people. So yeah, the answer is yes. I, I take is, custom is, work all the time. Is there something that you won't paint? Um, yeah, obviously I I don't really want to get into anything really negative and really fucked up and or hateful or or bigoted. Yeah, I guess we'll if somebody came with if if somebody came with me, if somebody came at me with like a, um, I don't I don't know what what what's something really, it, well, it's some, yeah. some, something that puts out really just a bad a bad message and bad imagery. Yeah, just yeah, you don't want to put your name behind that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just well, it's funny. Associate. Yeah, okay, it's like go. like a tattoo artist, right? So I have a tattoo artist buddy. He's very, you know, you have a you have a very particular feel right? Your paintings have a feel. And, and my buddy, he's a very specific tattoo artist who only does these little ghosts. Well, he doesn't only, but that's what he's known for. And so, you know, I'm sure there's a space where you want to always create the art that you're proud of. 
you know? And so like, if someone says, Hey, I want you to paint this box exactly like this, you're going to be like, well, it's not gonna be exactly because it's going to have my touch. Right. Sure. I'll change so, the background a little bit. <laughs> right. Cause you're going to do, you're going to do your thing to add to it. And so, yes. you know, is when it was, so when painting, when someone says, Hey, I want to do something you, that you have to let them know, like, no, this is going to be my style. And as long as you're cool with that, I'm going to, I'm ready to make it happen. I'm at the point now where um, people recognize that they see my artwork, they see, they see the kind of style that I have and they specifically request that they say, look, I want you to paint a portrait of my, my dog, but I want you to do it in your way, your style, yes. add your spin to it. You know, you have that sort of artistic freedom to just do whatever the fuck you want to that portrait. And I'm going to love it. And that's what I did with the, I've already painted that Bourdain like five fucking times. Yeah. And I've painted it a little bit different every time. And yeah. so the last one, that's what the last guy said to me uh, when he wanted to paint that Bourdain. I said, you know, I've already kind of started done that same style. I'm going to do something a little bit different this time, but you're going to like it. And he said, all right, cool. I trust you. And I did something a little different, changed the colors, changed the, you know, any, but he, it, it was fucking awesome. So I'm at a point now I've done a little bit of my time and, and people kind of uh, recognize the artwork a little bit. And they say, yeah, man, I want you to do it your way your style you know what is your what is a common rate for you i know it probably changes based on the size and the work but what is you know what is an average painting maybe, maybe that painting behind you how much is that painting probably worth i charge five for that one 500 yeah uh, that's not bad at all dude that's a great five, rate. 500 for that one um i get yeah it's it's based on time and labor uh if it's if it okay if it's something like that where it's just one dude on it yelling into a mic five hundred dollars but if it's your whole fucking squad from oif or whatever all geared up looking all badass and shit i'll probably charge a little more for that you know no i uh, love it yeah uh, which that I, I do that a lot i do a lot of fucking op, you know operators um yeah marine, marines and shit cool guy picks you know what i mean from downrange you know standing in a fucking uh fucked up tank or some shit like that you know like all that kind of stuff i do i do paintings like that very frequently a lot of military guys um reach out to me and they want the, like the, the yeah. cool guys they, the rambo picks from downrange you know yeah there's some cool ones in here you know it's a lot of military like members running or carrying their weapon very common postures that we all have experienced yeah yeah and the I, one I, that the one that people really resonate with the one that people relate to a lot is that fucking 240 guy the yeah yeah He's got the 240 like this on his back and he's just fucking sucking at life because he's probably been walking for fucking 13 hours and now it's, he's got to walk back 13 it's, hours. So it's he's so honest. Done. So it, it's so honest. Like oh yeah dude before we go forward i gotta hit up the sponsor real quick uh you know i manscaped is a sponsor of ours you guys can get 20 percent off you use the promo code rocco and free shipping this is just part of the sponsorship deal that we do with manscaped so you guys go check them out i'm gonna put links on this we'll put a little thing they got uh you know uh, a lawn the lawn trimmer uh the lawn mower i think it's called I i'll get the proper name for it but hey it'll it'll trim you down right i used to have a bunch of chests here you couldn't even see the tattoos got it cleaned up mama loves it you know how it goes but that's where it is but back to your 240 bravo so i was in ranger school carrying this bad boy and i'm gonna i'm gonna put it on here so people can people can see but uh it's yeah. a little that 240 bravo picture right there is insanely dope I think it looks, it's so cool, man. And, and there's something, and you use spray paint is most of your work. I, I 
change it up a little bit. Sometimes I use spray paint in the background. Sometimes I do airbrush. Sometimes I just splatter artwork onto the canvas and, and just give it a little bit of texture and make it look a little bit more interesting, a little cooler than just some, oh yeah, like the fucking dudes love all the Joker shit. Oh, they love the all the movie shit, all the Joker shit, all the Bill the Butcher shit, all the Pulp Fiction shit. Uh, yeah, it's a lot, of pop, a, lot of, a lot of pop culture stuff, in, in which is dope i see there's uh i just i just passed the boondock saints love that movie yep that's incredible i used to do shows at the gun shows uh the monthly gun shows here because it's it's texas it's america you do gun shows every month or we used to do gun shows every month pre-covid right so i used to take all my work there and set up at like a little table and a lot of that demographic a lot of those dudes out there you know ex-rangers ex-marines ex-fucking seals ex-fucking sf ex-fucking you, you you name it they're they're there at the gun shows and it's it's fucking awesome it's a great crowd they all take their kids and stuff like that and they fucking love that stuff a lot of the a lot of the dudes that are like super fucking badass like operators military guys they don't yeah. want they don't want anything to do they don't want to fill their house with more military shit more often than not, they want something pop culture. They want something a little bit different than they, they're already fucking used to seeing, you know, for most of their fucking lives or whatever. So um, a lot of those guys, especially like with their kids or with their young teenagers, oh man, they fucking, they eat that, like the, the movie stuff up and the pop Bro, stuff. A- after today, I'm telling you, you're going to get a lot more people knowing your work. I've just shared about five or six of your paintings on my stories for Facebook because they are unreal they are dope dude and it's Thank something you. something so so honest even the fury one oh, it's so- the fury one is my favorite that was a commission piece i did that for a dude that was in uh uh the invasion in 03 he was on a tank he was in 3id on a fucking tank rolling into baghdad on his tank and he just he's an awesome fucking guy i love this dude he was a vendor there at the gun show and um really cool dude he said hey man i love your artwork i want you to do a fucking fury for me because i'm a, i was a tanker and i was in the invasion and i would fucking love that and that to this day is my number one favorite fucking commission piece i've ever fucking painted it looks it looks dope as fuck it's I love it. it's dope man you caught the essence of that character of that scene uh it's so, the way you painted it looks so good dude i'm gonna share I'm, that one too now i'm insanely proud of that piece um that was i mean i was still fairly new i was still green when i painted that one and then i i was able to knock that out and i said holy fuck you know i was kind of kind of impressed with myself i was like god damn this is this was I'm, I'm i don't know how the fuck i pulled this off i don't know how i did it but i'm very glad that I'm very proud of how it fucking came out. And I think uh, looking back on it now, retrospect, uh, the made the thing that made the difference on it was that I took a lot more time on that one than I usually did it with other paintings at that time. With other paintings at that time, I was, you know, doing a couple sessions on them, one, two, three sessions, boom, knocked it out, done. But that painting right there took me like two fucking weeks to like go in there every day and consistently work on it more and work on it more. So like two weeks through, like it took me, longer to do that one than it did like a lot of the other ones so it, it looks great it, it looks great i'm gonna look at some pictures i'm gonna try and think of something but i thought about that one piece i want i want us to work collaborate on i think you'll love cool. the idea cool. it really is kind of part of the struggle but it's the success it's this really interesting idea so we'll talk about that later offline you'll love it all right but dude great. uh tell the listeners and the, and the viewers where they can find you uh where they can request a commission and anything else you sure. want to give a shout out to man this is your time go for it uh sure yeah i mean 
my I I'm not a super badass like professional artist. I'm not like well established or anything. I'm just a guy. Um, I'm I, I get, I'm a guy that lives in a house and a painting, you know, whatever. So I have a Facebook and I have an Instagram, and they're both. If you're on Facebook and Instagram, both are ghost custom art. That's it. You, you know, you can just type that in on either one of those apps, either one of those social medias. Ghost custom art is where you can find me. And yeah, go ahead and go ahead and send a message through there. So a, a private message, DM, whatever. Yeah, you can do that. And I encourage people all the time. Yeah, man, just write me a message, write a, a comment or whatever. Leave something in there to let me know that you're you're interested in something. Don't just don't just. I can't read your mind. I don't know if you're gonna like if people are interested or not. You gotta you know like, hey man. I'd like to talk to you about something. DM me. All right, cool. So again, you know, Facebook and Instagram, Ghost Custom Art. Love it, brother. Well, thank you so much for taking the time, man. And and definitely going to work with you in the future and figure something out. And I, I, I hope all the success, man. I shared five or six of them right now while we were on here on the stories and hoping you get a huge influx of people and like, what the fuck? Where do you get that yeah. from? You know, and hopefully, you know, we can get this to be I, I would love to try and connect with other uh veteran podcasts and try and get you on i think they need to see your art i think it's it's beautiful and i would uh, I deeply appreciate that man i deeply appreciate you having me uh you taking the time out of your busy schedule to have me on here and talk to me for a little bit and um i appreciate i appreciate it all brother I, yeah very, very, and, thank and, you and, thank you so and, much and i'm gonna probably get you to design a, an album a single cover for one of my songs i'm thinking of and so that'd be cool too so we'll work on some stuff Cool. Thank you very, very much. I look, I look forward to hearing from you in, in the near future, brother. For sure, brother. All right, man. You take care. Have a good night. You too. Thank you.